enough of that. Um, as promised, we're going to do a spoiler episode about Man of Steel, mostly because we've been talking about Man of Steel, at least Nick has, for the last couple months about being the big summer movie he wanted to see. So Nick went and saw it on opening night. I saw it the following night. I hurried up and saw it real quick because we thought we were going to do the podcast earlier or later last week. We didn't get around to doing it. But here we are. So without further ado, here is the Man of Steel craptacular. I should have a drum roll there, but I don't. All right. Before I ask you what your overall thought is on the movie, the movie was directed by... Zack Snyder. What else? You might know him from The Watchmen. Or That's really 300. The, I never saw 300, so I still can't... Uh, what? Yeah, I never saw it. Dude. Get on your mic. That's an excellent movie. Or no. Sucker Punch. Oh, saw that. <laughs> no, never saw that either. Um, if those are the like his three... You're like, shit, if I'd have known those are the movies he directed, I would have bought I, I wouldn't care what Nick asked me to go see. I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> uh, I partly went and saw it. Be, you know, I like... I wouldn't say I like super... I used to like superhero movies, but more and more I, I don't like them. But I have an eight-year-old son who wanted to see it, and Nick saw it, and he wanted to talk about it on the podcast. So because I am a good friend, and Nick asked me to, I went and saw Superman. I saw the 3D. You saw the 3D IMAX. Correct? No, I did not. You just I saw the regular 3D? The old-fashioned way. Oh, you didn't even see the 3D? No. Oh. I will say this first. Uh, the 3D is... 3D is such a waste. Before we even talk about Superman. Time and money. I mean, it's stupid. It's just... It doesn't really... Now, I don't know if it's necessarily the theater that's by my house that it doesn't really... You don't get the effect, but it's just... A, it's not It's not worth it. I've never seen I don't, a 3D And movie. I wear glasses, so I hate to wear, like, 3D glasses over my glasses. It's just a big pain in the ass, so whatever. The only movie I've ever seen that the 3D enhanced it was Avatar. And the movie was shot with the intention of being viewed in... Th- like, the way the cameras they used and everything else was shot with that intention. But the movies now, they shoot them... I think Predator way. would have been cool in 3D, <laughs> wouldn't it? They, yeah, they shoot them and then they add in editing and like the post production, they add the 3D element, so it just does not the same effect. Um, what did you? So the guy who played Superman first, his name is like uh, Henry Cavill. Yep, Henry Cavill. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I'm not sure. Could be bio biopic, but he's from Immortals. <laughs> That's about the only memorable movie I can. Think I don't. Of what is movie. that? Immortals is pretty much three hundred, but a different movie. But made for like straight to directed DVD. No, it came out. No, it came out in the. I've theater. never even it's heard of it. Also on Netflix. Um, I thought, as Superman's go, Superman, awesome. The, I think that was the right guy for the job, and I'm not going to get crazy about this because both Nick and Steve separately, I've, I've been like, dude, this guy's physique was just amazing. And I had to catch myself and say, Hey, listen, he's not George Clooney, but I mean, the next best thing. (laughs) No, the guy, I think the guy had a, like the perfect, but he had a Gerard Butler esque physique where he had big arms and a big, like big top of his chest, but the rest of them, I mean, it worked good with it. I'm let's just move on. Anyway, he had a a good body. Right. He definitely did. I have to have a cigarette. I, uh, (laughs) I actually thought about his body. What would you? <laughs> it was, uh, I would say, strong to quite strong. <laughs> no, I thought he did. Just like your portfolio. I, I, I love he, that he was, scale. <laughs> I liked him for that role. I thought he looked. Or he, you notice he didn't have the curl at right. any point in time. They, they moved away from that. 
You know, I think we talked about this before, but a funny thing is Brandon Routh, apparently, when he found out this movie was being made, right. went to the, the, we talked about this. Yeah, the production company or the you know whoever was behind Spacey, it and said, like, like... We're like, hey, we're signing on to sketch one another. Like, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be yeah. in touch. Hey, we're available, and you're going to continue to be forever. <laughs> um, So, no, the guy they picked to play Superman was awesome. And Amy Adams, I have to say, I liked her in The Fighter. I thought she... I don't know what it was. I don't. I was like mesmerized. She looked really good in this movie. Her eyes were like just gigantic, big blue. I mean, man, she was really good looking. Nick, would you agree? Disagree? Good looking, yes. Liked her in Fighter, <laughs> yes. Liked her in pretty much everything else. Yes. But absolutely fucking bombed. I mean, fucking bombed. Just hor- like no chemistry with anybody else. The writing for her role, like just awful. The Let me just... Let's start out, like, kick it all the way in the back. This movie, unlike the others, all the other Superman movies you've seen, I would say is, like, 60% geared toward, like, how, what happened to Krypton, shot on Krypton, about, it, it just, to me, it looked like an old Buck Rogers. Like, the the scenes looked, on Krypton. Like a, when, when the, the, you about the fight scenes in Krypton? I'm like, are we watching the Avenger? Like, it was just... No, 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 no. We'll still an action sequence in the first act here. Get on your microphone a little bit. Um, No, what I'm saying is, like, the spaceships looked really... They looked... I mean, it just didn't look like they were up with the technology of other things I've seen today. I mean... The Slave One looked like a cooler ship, and that how how long ago was that? You know, dude, Slave One's an awesome ship, though. It's not really a cool ship. It looks cool because it's different than all others, but the Slave One is a pretty ridiculous design for a ship. Would you agree? I mean, it's not aerodynamic. It looks awesome, but I I think it looks cool, but it just seems like it's not. It doesn't like, but it's not practical. Oh, yeah. Like he's sitting in the top, and the thing's like basically like a whatever. I would fly that. But anyway. The insides of these ships look. You remember that movie, um, Explorers, where those little kids take yeah. the uh, tilt a roll thing, and that, that's like the space scenes looked like that. It was, like, it almost looked like it was shot like in that same, like the way that Tarantino did Death Proof, like where the grainy film, and it was like it just it was not. The special effects were not there. I mean, for a movie that you would think was going to be big on special effects, I I just think they didn't they didn't bring it, and I I. I Anything that I, when I hear Christopher Nolan's name attached to it, I think Nick was telling me like, hey, if he can make Superman like a viable character with like a, a huge, you know, three or four movies behind it already, like it, I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to have to reboot it again. They'll probably make another one with this, but. I, that I, like, was the intention, but. Uh... I, okay. Another thing that annoys me, I know we're jumping around here, but like Perry White, why does he have to be black? He's a white guy. In every movie, he's a white guy. And I know there was no other black people in this movie, so I, I have to assume there was some someone somewhere being like, hey, there's not enough black, there's no black people in this movie. But I can't stand it. Like, they did that with uh, uh, Kingpin for Daredevil. They had uh, um, Michael Clark Duncan was Kingpin. When he's a, a white guy in the, in the comic books or whatever, but he's a black guy in the movie. I, I again, the, the, I guess for me, the, that's such a small thing compared to like just the, Oh, I'm just, I'm just getting started. I'm just getting movie. started. I, I, hold, hold on, let's finish up about the script right, here. Go ahead. The script was bad. It was awfully bad. Garbage pal kids, bad Starman bad. <laughs> Starman. It didn't flow good. There was not one memorable quote from the movie that I could think of where that something was like funny. 
There was no good dialogue between any two characters. It was just bad. General Zod's lines were awful. Lois Lane's lines were awful. The guy that played Zod is... Um, Shannon. Michael Shannon from Boardwalk Empire. I like him. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, I like him a lot. He's awesome. And in this movie, he looked like he's in really good shape, too, for this movie. I don't know if that was just... Uh, they... that's, I think that's how he looks. Really? Yeah. Because he looks like a, like a tall, spindly guy in Boardwalk Empire. I don't really consider him yeah, to be you've like... You've never seen him? Dude, you, I don't remember I... any situation where... Well, they show him in a form-fitted... They show him, they show him in a form-fitted, like, the Superman outfit, but, like, the Kryptonian outfit. Oh, I outfit. thought you were going to say... And he, he, he looked, like he, he looked like he was in shape. I'm not saying he... he was like... Let's just get this out of the way. Every single guy in the movie was in pretty decent shape. <laughs> <laughs> I had that coming. <laughs> anyway. All right. The story. <laughs> bad. Just awfully bad. It was, it clocked in at over two and a half hours, or like two hours and. 38 minutes of it. Yeah. And there was just absolutely no excuse. There, the character development sucked. It seemed like to me, like they made a movie that was like six hours long, and then they just randomly chose to remove pieces of it, like a Vine video. It's like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. It didn't make sense. They did a lot of like manipulated chronology or like going back in time, and like sometimes I got lost. Around. Yeah, and it's like, I, I, I really like one thing I like. I like about the the first Superman movie is they it's and they they do it You're very talking short. About the, uh, the original. Okay. Um. They have, you know, they show Clark growing up, and in this movie they do a very little bit of it where, like, I, I just think they need to spend more time on this guy, like, seeing when he's young and he's like, holy crap, I have these powers, and, like, I'm going through preteen angst, and, like, I can do this and I can do that, but then again I have to hold back because I don't want people to know. And they do they do touch on that, but a lot of it is, it's not based on Clark's own idea that he has to do that. It's his father who's played by... um Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, who continue. It's almost. This is when you know. I read a book, written by. Um, I'm gonna forget their names. Uh, Thomas Lennon, who is Dangle from Night Reno 911, and the guy that plays T Junior. I, I wish I remember his name, but they they write a lot of movies that you've seen, a ton of them, hmm. and a lot of really successful movies, and. They wrote a book on basically how to write a screen a successful screenplay, and one of the things in the book that I remember. They talk about, you know, a movie is really shitty, and maybe it isn't from this book, but I think it is, is when the writing basically has to direct the the, the viewer to the plot points. Like you constantly hear Kevin Costner, like you have to basically turn your blind eye. You can't do anything because then people will know you're Superman, and then uh, you know society will turn their back on you, or one day you will be a great. And it's like they they hammer it home, even um. Uh, what's his name that played his father? Kevin Costner. No, that played his Russell Crow. yeah Russell Crowe who plays uh, Jarrell. He does the same thing where he's like he keeps on saying like certain things that keep the a person who maybe doesn't know the story like reminding you that this is the next plot point. This yeah. is the next plot. Did you catch that too? Yeah. It was like, dude, okay, we get it. Like a like a kids cartoon. Right. Absolutely. You must swim and drowning in right. water. Right. Stupid. Yeah. No. Um. This is a story. Obviously, everyone, even like people that don't earn into comic books at all, everyone knows the Superman story. Grows up in the country or whatever, Kansas, and uh, the, like this, the character development sucked. And there was a couple things towards the beginning. Well, let me back up a little bit. I thought the whole entire Krypton scene sucked. 
I don't the like very the, beginning one. Yeah, I don't yeah. like the aliens, the guns, the whole thing. Just it was like it was almost like, hey, we need to make sure we have an action sequence in the beginning to get everyone going. Would you also say that the sound effects for the laser guns were like stolen from the Star Wars? Like, I mean, it yeah. was like, dude, you can't do more. I mean, where are we? What year is this? Right. It was literally like limited to that, like a gun that you would buy at Toys R Us and the laser sound. It would. It was so corny. It was right. unbelievable. Um. I can't wait till we get to the plot holes. Russell Crowe just looked like apathetic. Like he was just like, I got a beer. Well, I get all right. Um, but no, I mean, he's, I don't know. It, when I, the first, there's a couple of things I thought were kind of cool. Like when Lois Lane was searching for Superman, she's like going through all these urban legends and all these old articles. Stuff I like, like that. that would be, yeah, that would be kind of cool. Cause I'm like, okay, they want to, they want to make this story kind of like a realistic view. Kind of like what Nolan did with Batman. Like the fact that in the third Batman, you know, this guy's been fighting for all these years and now he's got no cartilage in his knees. He's it only takes 10 guy. seconds to get that fixed, though. Right. <laughs> but at least it's like, all right, this is kind of some stuff that would actually happen right. or something like that. For Superman, it was kind of like if there was a little kid with all these powers and all these, like, strange events happening, there, there'd probably be, like, some sort of, like, uh, you know, urban legend right. about it or something. And I'm like, that'd be kind of cool. There'd probably be a cult of people thought, thinking this guy was a god or stuff like that. That's kind of where I thought well, they were going with it, but... When he's young, they have a scene where the bu- this bus, like, for an unknown reason, you see a car, like, skid out, which... They don't explain why the car lost control, but a bus full of school children basically falls over, crashes through a bridge, and goes into a lake. And then they're all drowning, and then, of course, he goes out the back exit, and he lifts the bus, and he pushes it on the land. And everybody in the bus is like, holy shit, we were... Wait a second, we were just supposed to die. And they look back, and he, like, jumps in the water and swims away. And then saves another kid that was bullying him. So all these kids basically see that Clark, as a like you know eight year old kid, pulls a bus, saves everyone. The guy who crashed the bus off the road or made the bus crash, knows this bus went into the middle of the lake. Like how did it end up over here? Nobody. It never gets one mom of one of the kids is like, my kid saw what your kid did, and they're like, ah, oh, that's crazy. He must be crazy. And that, that's it. And then Kevin Costner basically tells him, like, hey, next time you let we, him die because yeah. you can't let him find out who you are. He, he asks him, he's it's like, should I, have like... Let, should I have let them die? And he's like, I don't know, but maybe. I mean, right. I can't really tell you that, but you have to protect who you are because, you know, people will reject you. And it's like, well, if they do, I'll, I'll burn their asses with my fire eyes. So, you know, <laughs> you know, that... Go ahead. Not knowing much about Superman, if... If people found out who he was, couldn't he fly backwards and reverse time? And he, I don't think he knew he could do that yet. Oh, and and not let them know who he is. I guess. I mean, that's the that's the whole error of the Superman character. That's why he sucks because he can do he can turn back. He can do anything. Well, that's there's, what I was saying. I mean, he's limitless. That's why there's not is that a dynamic character? Well, okay. Here, well, no, well, I was just I well, was wondering. Th- here's how like the first two. Well, the first movie especially tackled that is like the whole point is like this guy's weakness is humans so whenever bad guy there is lex Luthor doesn't have superpowers but he can take people hostage he can like say hey i'm gonna hurt right. humans your weakness and it's you know that's that's the conflict with him so with this move like every but let me superhero- ask you that's the conflict with every superhero whether it be spider-man yeah. whether it be batman the, the bad guy eventually goes really this guy's weakness is taking the people he loves and putting them, you know, in a bad situation, which will bring this dude to me. I mean, that's every superhero. Yeah, to an extent, but I mean, usually like like Spider Man, Iron Man. Well, Iron Man, I guess, doesn't really count. But these other ones, 
usually there's another superhero or super villain that they're fighting against. Right. That's the whole thing in the movie. But with Superman and Lex Luthor, like the classic. That's what I like. I wanted. I don't want to see Superman fighting again. And I liked Nan and Zod and Ursa in the first or Superman two. Right. I thought like the, that's oh, what's crazy is that better. it's so much better. It's so much better. It's okay. In the beginning of this movie, basically, uh, Superman, they show him as an adult. He's got like a beard. He's working on like some sort of ship in the middle of the ocean. And he helps like an oil rig blows up. And he, he's like basically this un, unknown. No one knows a guy. He's kind of like a, a wallflower or whatever. And his like his shipmates like telling him what to do or his boss on the ship. And then he goes over there and saves these people. And his helicopter sees him like basically keeping this big... Um, I don't know, crane or whatever from crushing these people. And then he flies. And then he's like, well, I can't go back to that job because now people know I'm Superman. And eventually Lois Lane hears about this myth about this guy, or she comes, she comes out to like, I want to, it's like the Antarctic and they, they found they find a ship. This Fortress of Solitude, which in this movie is a, a space, ship. basically a spaceship from Krypton. The, for, the Fortress of Solitude is where Superman goes to yeah, I get that. hang out. I know so, in it's this not movie, he said, "Cavern." It is in the other. Movie. This it's a ship. So, Lois is out there to see. Basically, the government has found this anomaly in Antarctica or somewhere where in a wintry setting. And the, what the crazy thing is is like, so she's there and she basically comes in and is like, "Hey, General, you can't keep me here. Your people have put injunctions in to keep the newspaper out, but you can't. You know, they couldn't do it. So now I'm here." Right. And he's like, "That's cool. Whatever." Um, don't go out at night because it's like forty below here and you'll die. I mean, you'll, we'll find you frozen to death. We won't find you till the summer. That first night, something crazy, She, you know, because she's a Snoopy reporter. Well, she leaves. She leaves her heated, like, little bunker. And she's not wearing even a winter hat. And she basically finds her way into the Fortress of Solitude. And even if it wasn't that lowest 40-degree night, it's probably still well below zero in the Antarctic. Well, they said and like it, minus one forty. Like it was. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you will die. And she's out there with like you know a, a fashionable winter coat and no hat. And, and I'm like, bitch, and you would. And she's like, she climbs the side of a mountain. It's like I know the Lois Lane character is supposed to be like really you know I'll do anything to get a story, but it's like you're in you're climbing a mountain. Nobody knows where you're at. And you haven't left a note in case you don't show back up. You're hearing like a scream and you're going to go to it. I, I don't think so. I feel like just based on the description, the Fortress of Solitude wasn't hidden very well. It was hidden like like way under this, this ice, uh, like a, a glacier or whatever that finally melted away after a hundred thousand years. And that's how they came across just was global it pre- warming. It was a little bit global further warming. back. The, the crypto, what are they? Kryptonians. They sent out scout ships all over the universe, and this happened to be one of them. You know, in the original Superman movie, he's got a little ice shard. He puts, he throws it, and it creates the ice fortress. It's almost like a little USB port with the Superman logo on it, so he can plug it into any like co- like any computer or any in any of the ships or Krypton, and it'll be basically do what the original movies did. Russell Crowe will appear and tell him anything he ever needs to know about anything. About who he is, where he came from, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So he goes, he's there, Superman's in there trying to figure this thing out because it's the first time he's ever done it. And there's a, a, one thing that was kind of cool about the movie, I guess, was basically in Krypton, every single person has little, like, uh, interface that would appear anytime they needed it to. And it would also act as a security thing and attack people. Well, Superman's in there trying to plug his USB port in, and Lois is in there and tries to follow him. Or she sees something in there and tries to go in there. 
And this interface basically turns into like this crazy robot who's a killer, and Superman kills it before he can kill her. Hmm. So. Okay, so the story is: Have you seen Superman two when no. you were a kid? But basically, these three rebels that were oh, back when Krypton was still a planet were basically like banished to the uh, the Phantom Zone, which is they they're sent to basically like live in eternity in space in no man's land for the rest of their lifetime. Well, when Krypton blows up, it shatter it it frees them from their from their cell, and they end up finding son of jor which is Superman, because they he's got some sort of I don't even remember what they call it, some some cipher or something or some way to like create rebuild Krypton. This guy he has it hidden in his ship. Bottom line is they come to to Earth and they basically tell everyone they do this stupid corny thing where they every TV blinks in the whole world. And it's like, I am Zod. I'm letting you know this is what we're here for. Turn over this guy, Superman. And at this point, nobody nobody, like nobody, knows of who this guy is. Nobody even knows there is a Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just some rumors about some shit, but no one that. And it's just the same thing they do in every movie where they're like, this guy controls every satellite and like is able to talk on every TV screen and blah, blah, blah. See, I would think that was kind of cool not knowing any of that. But you've you seen it a time it. and time again. <laughs> and Diane Lane is the mom. And what's his name is the dad? I, Kevin, just, Kevin Costner. And Diane Lane finally hit the wall. She looked really yeah. wrinkly. Yeah. Really wrinkly. And I, it's I mean, a shame because she used to look oh, pretty good. Oh, absolutely. So, um, you know, and the, the whole goody two-shoes thing, that's, again, why I don't like Superman. Like, there's a scene where there's a tornado, like, tearing through oh, that Smallville. Was the worst of the whole and movie. his father... Kevin Costner is like everyone's running to find a bridge to hide to, to everyone on the highway is like there's hundreds of cars and they're all running for this bridge because they see this funnel cloud coming and Kevin Su- Costner runs back for a- he runs back to save a child when it's like well Superman could do that and everyone will be fine but he tells him like no you take well, no, your mom and he head saves for the bridge the child, the child runs back and instead right. of Kevin Costner then running back to safety he saves a dog right and <sighs> Like looks back because he does and, he, and basically does this as Superman like hey don't, don't come out and help me yourself and he right. gets taken by a tornado it's fucking ridiculous it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life <laughs> I at that honestly when I saw that I was like I'm out man I really but I had paid and my kid was asleep in the theater I didn't want to wake him up <laughs> it was I mean the fight scenes on Earth where again I mean in, in Superman two they were the same style of I mean they were a bit more archaic because they didn't have the opportunity or the ability to do what they do now with the uh, special effects. But again, it was like, I'm going to go and fly and smash you through a building, and then you're going to pick me up and you're going to smash me through a different building. See, that was one one of the very few things I just thought was kind of cool. Was the But they do that in every superhero movie. That's I thought that's what you meant when you're like, it's just like the Avengers. Same thing happened. No, I just thought like the end, like there were so many goddamn explosions. Like it's an overwhelming, like every building in New York was exploding at the same time while they were fighting. It was just over the top. And there was another thing, like there's like this, what would they call it, the World Eater? Like, this spider-looking robot comes down. It's huge. It's, like, the size of, like, a skyscraper. And basically will, like, terraform... What it was doing was... it Earth to, like, Krypton's planet. It was making... It it was changing the atmospheric pressure on Earth to match Krypton's. Because eventually what Zod was going to do is he was going to have... Make all these these babies or whatever re- basically make Earth into Krypton. He was going to make that Krypton. Right. And it's the stupidest idea. 
I know a lot of people didn't like The Watchmen, but I still think The Watchmen's a better movie than Superman. I don't know, Nick, if you're gonna go if you'll go that that far, but um, I have a comparison later on that I wanna I wanna ask the, Nick. I asked you. I was gonna say too that like the the love story between like that was like a huge driving force in the the Richard or the the first Superman movie. Richard Donner. And this one just was like stupid. It was just. It, it seemed to me, like I said, where there was like there was a lot of stuff that they fast forwarded through as far as the love story. And to me, the love story between Lois and Clark is, is like the meat and potatoes of Superman. And they didn't show Clark Kent made it like he finally like started taking on the alter ego of Clark Kent at the end. And to me, that was kind of one of the best things about the original movies is he's kind of like just a boy scout nerdy comic relief almost. And uh, it would have brought a little bit of maybe humor to it, but with leaving it out, it, it didn't develop their like story at all. I, I will say that there was a lot of times where I thought that the the actor who played Superman in this movie really reminded me a lot. Like some things, the way he talked or the way it was a lot like Christopher Reeves where I was like, oh, he did a pretty good job of right. giving that essence of Christopher Reeves who, I mean, obviously to me is the best Superman. I mean, that's what we grew up on. I mean, on our generation. But um, um, I guess I didn't notice this, but I looked online and I guess there was a small appearance of a guy that could end up being Lex Luthor. I didn't when? catch it. It was I, something with the, on the plane towards the end. There was, a, I know there was like a, a part where there was like two fuel semi trucks that said Luthor, I think Luthor Industries or something on it. So, I mean, obviously they're foreshadowing that. Right. Which, if you don't have Lex Luthor in the second, you know, incantation of, of Superman, it's like, what, what, what are well, we doing? To me, he's as memorable as the Joker, especially the Gene Hackman. Uh, Lex Luthor is awesome. You know what? It's funny. I hated the Gene Hackman Lex Luthor when I was a kid. I don't know why, but I love. I mean, he, it's dude, awesome he's amazing. Now. But you know what? Because I, I, I didn't like uh, Ned Beatty's character. He was a, he was <laughs> Otis, annoying. Hey, he's just a Otis boob. Bill? Yeah, he's just a boob, dude. The Gene Hackman. Lex You've Luthor never seen good. Superman? Any of them? No. Superman one is amazing, yeah. dude. It, I mean, it, it doesn't. One too. It doesn't stand the test of time. The special effects. Yeah, are. I mean, it's really, you could tell it's a like grainy and the film doesn't look I mean, that I great. I feel like you guys know that I, these aren't my. I was telling him, my, like, you don't like superhero movies. Yeah, it's it's not in my wheelhouse, really, but I've seen some. Like, you know, Dark Knight and stuff like that. Those are my, those are my favorites. What was the question you wanted to ask? Oh, I, the worst superhero movie I've ever seen is Thor. And I was going to ask where that compares to, where this movie compares to Thor. Thor's better. If someone said, "Hey, which movie do you want to watch right now?" I got them both. I'd probably say Thor. Because Thor is <laughs> awful. I I hated that movie. Uh, again, the reason I don't like Thor is because they spent too much time dealing with the space aspect. Like, I want to see Superman down here on Earth and being like, "I am Superman, and you're just a human being, and I'm gonna fuck you up." Period. Like, I don't. Even if Lex Luthor was able to, you know, use the kryptonite, the red kryptonite, or you know, to, um. Or green, whatever, green kryptonite to to hurt Superman. I'd still rather see a smart super genius like Lex Luthor be the bad guy that can figure out a way to manipulate. Right. You know, th- th- to me, that's better. I don't. I don't want to see two a superhero and a supervillain as far as Superman goes back to back because ultimately Superman is better than any superhero. Why is there a red kryptonite and a green kryptonite? I think red kryptonite and I want which, to say makes him stronger. I think they, they they do different things. There's more yeah, than just why? those two too. They don't tackle that in the movies. So. But I can tell you that uh either way, like I said, Superman is is a hero to me is is so non-dynamic as far as 
his weakness is that's it. I think he'd be way better as a as a superhero if he couldn't go back in time. But that's a trait of his character that they don't often use. I mean, so it's, I know you keep bringing that up, but that's that's really something to me that they he they don't use enough. I mean, I I don't think they should use it, but I'm just saying it's something people always say like, oh, well, he can go back in time, so that's pretty much it. That's a game changer, but. That's probably why they don't do it. That is the biggest game changer. Yeah. I mean, there's... Oh, wait. I, I died? I'm going to go back in time. and then Well, you die. can't because you're dead. Well, Superman does die in the comic book. So, I mean, it's he can't be killed. But go ahead, Nick. I was going to say, we played the a little bit of the intro music, the John Williams score. And uh, I I thought the Batman, the, the, the newer Batman music was awesome. The Hans Zimmer, I think, was like the composer or whatever. John Williams... The, the, them ditching that music was a huge mistake in my opinion because in, the score that sucked. I didn't even. I don't even remember what the score was for this one. It was yeah, exactly. I, I would have thought they would have done like a uh, a new um, mashup of like a <laughs> a Kanye, yeah, a Kanye. But Superman. I mean that music. Everyone knows the Superman right. music. Like that Jaws is in Star Wars. I mean everyone knows that. That's like Eye of the Tiger. Jones. Like not having Eye of the Tiger or yeah, the Indiana Jones or for symphony music. I guess Indiana Jones. But, uh, dude, I almost think the studio would have been better off just continuing the Brian Singer uh, Superman and just made another movie after that. Man, I don't know about that. That's how I mean, bad Kate Bosworth was. was in that. That's pretty good. But uh, Overall, though, I was just saying the acting was horrible. Like, another, not to keep going back to Batman, but because Christopher Nolan's attached what, to Was the acting world. terrible or was the writing terrible? Both. I mean, the guys... acting was awful, almost across the board. I think Kevin Costner's worst performance of all Kevin Costner will look like someone is like he lost a bet and they're like yep you gotta do this movie and he's like fuck because he just seemed disinterested I but no I again it's to compare it to the other the Batman movies but every single person acts well whether it be a supporting cast a character whatever it was the acting was like awesome throughout this with the exception of the Henry Carvel I think it was the guy that played Superman he was all right but everybody else, like Russell Crowe sucked, Kevin Costner sucked, Amy, Adam, Amy Adams was awful, um, and it was just... It almost seemed like they were all acting against Diane a blue Lane screen, didn't just, it? Even though there was other characters there, it's like, are you really acting with this person, or are you acting, and then they're just like putting this person in there in the screen next to you? So they told Diane Lane, like, hey, we, we need you to play a lady that's like 70. I, you know what? I'm telling you, man, I, I, I don't know how old she was. What was the movie where she was the cheater? Where she was cheating on her husband. Um, I don't remember. Because I, I don't know how old she was in then, but she dude, she might as well have been 21 years old. I mean, she was hot still. But this movie, man, she looked very like like a smoker that hung out in a bar all the time. I mean, she just did not look good. A lot of lines on her face, a lot of wrinkles. Just gross. Um, yeah, I just thought everything that they tried new as far as revamping it, like the Krypton look, the Fortress of Solitude, um... Dude, why? But here's the thing: if, if you're Zod, like, why don't you just come down and like grab Amy Adams and like, hey, we know that you're like this is just kill her, just kill her, and be like, hey, win, lose, or draw, kill your, kill your old lady. <laughs> I, I would either kill the mom or the girlfriend and be like, the other one's next. Yeah, this is crypt- how serious I am. The kryptonite was different. It was like he was. It was the atmosphere. Of yeah, that made they didn't even weak. have kryptonite. The atmosphere, yeah, was what weakened them. So, Kramer so wrong, but every single whether it be the music. The um, all the traditional stuff from all the other movies was like changed up. 
Yeah, like, and it, they failed every from top to bottom. I I, I want to see when it's all said and done. I mean, I know a lot of people will go out and see this movie just because it's Superman, right. like so, do, like and like we of, did. Yeah, because of Chris Nolan's riding high after the after and, the Batman. And I want to see how it all shakes out. Like, will there be a? I know there's probably odd option to do others two oh, or three. Yeah, definitely. But will they? Will they be able to? Will a studio be like, no, we're 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 you know we'll just give you the money. We're out. I think it broke. It might have broke some records. I don't know. I Again, I mean, opening opening weekend records are so. I mean, people just don't believe critics. It's like they don't want to believe it. I wanted this movie to be good. The the previous I can and I'm already telling you right now, World War Z is going to be awful. It's going to be so I'm awful. Out hope. That's all I got. It actually, just looks. So, I actually think it's going to be better than you think it is. I need that more than you do. <laughs> it just—I don't know why, man, but it just looks to me like it just—it's like based all in special effects. Where that's the thing about Superman is like you have the ability to do so much crazy. I just don't get this. How is it that the Matrix is so ahead of its time and still no one's caught up to it? Wait, what was that? The Matrix is so ahead of its time, oh, but the first still. One. No one has caught up to it. We're not seeing movie Terminator Two, one of the badass for it for the when it was made, such so advanced in what they were doing, as far as special effects and even the Avengers. I mean, it was way, way, way better special effects. And the Superman looked like it was like a throwback. That that's the thing they did keep was the seventies feel to it. I don't know. Or eighties feel. I didn't get that. I mean, I thought the fighting with him and Zod at the end was probably one of the better fight scenes as far as like special effects. I mean, it was equal to me for is the Matrix special. Effects. Oh no, I, I I just I to me it's just he it's just he's not that great of a super villain. I mean, like I said, I wasn't attached emotionally to any of the characters, and I really don't care if if Superman was with that Lois or not with that Lois or right. When Kevin Costner died, you're like, well, he deserved to die. This yeah. guy was thinking that kids should die. So Dude, I, I, don't, I didn't care about that, but it was like he's standing there like, hey. It's cool. I'm, it, I'm going like, out. Like, why would you stand there? How about start heading toward the, the bridge, and if you don't make it, cool, I, okay. But you don't have to be so stoic and like, just, you know, you just get taken away. It's like, <laughs> well, who's going to take care of Diane Lane because nobody loves her now? She's ugly. She's old. <laughs> who, who are you passing out? Who's, who, so who are you handing out the most blame to? Of this movie failing? Yeah. Oh man, I would I would say Kevin Costner, who I love. No. Yeah, because he was so it's so corny. The writers, obviously, but I mean, like you know, it was just so. Oh, the other thing I was going to mention: the guy who plays the general is it? Uh, um, the guy from SVU. Yeah. What's his name? You got the IMDb up. Um, what guy from SVU? Yeah, hold on. What's yeah. her name's partner? Christopher Maloney. K- you no, know, Stabler. Christopher yeah, Maloney? yeah, Christopher Maloney. Yeah. Why is it okay? He's the only person that represents the military in this whole movie. He's in that movie. Oh yeah, I'm he's in. the only one that represents the military in this whole movie. And it's like you don't call for reinforcements. And also, he can get into any vehicle the military owns, whether it be Marine, Air Force, whatever, and and can fly it, drive it with complete and utter. Another thing too is like no matter like Superman would would be in a fight with this guy. And the fight would basically be like taking place all over the city. Like they'd be flying here, here to a cornfield, to a mountain, and like Lois Lane would show up at the end, like just show up at random places. Like, <laughs> is she, can she teleport? Or? Yeah, how'd she get there? I don't know. I thought she looked really good, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she, yeah. she definitely. Uh, no, I'm I'm handing out equal parts blame to David Goyer and Christopher Nolan because like Christopher Nolan. Who's David Goyer? The guy who wrote it. He wrote it. Yeah. 
screenplay uh, in the story. Napkin, cocktail napkin. <clears throat> I think I could have wrote a better story. I think I would. I, now I wish Kevin Smith would have got the green light, even though, you know, I I just after Red State, I think that Kevin Smith can do pretty much whatever. I mean, I think he's got the ability to do it, but I think Ben Affleck doesn't want to do whatever. I don't, well, because you don't want to destroy a lot. I mean, you don't take an undertaking like that. I mean, it's such, especially for a guy who's like conscious about comic books and people love, there's people that love Superman. Like dude, to take on, um, like star Wars is insane. It's insane. But that's another guy who would have been, now it's not as insane as it was. Well, JJ, yeah, because now they've destroyed it already, so you could only go up. But JJ Abrams, like, literally, everyone I know, and I'm sad that I didn't, but I, I've never been into Star Trek. Not, yeah, not because I'm like, oh, I'm a Star Wars guy. I don't like Star Trek. I don't like sci-fi, as you know. I don't know why, though. I've always liked Star Wars. But everyone that I know has said, like, dude, Star JJ Abrams Star Trek is amazing. It is awesome. It's good. Have you seen it? I didn't see the new one, but I saw the first People one. were saying it was like, regardless, movie-wise, it's just a good movie. Yeah. Like, regardless of... I've heard nothing but good things. So, I would like to... I can't wait to see how he's going to... And I know I've said before, I don't care about Star Wars. I don't. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's probably getting squeezed but out you because they're see showing it. this on so many screens. I want to see what happens when J.J. Abrams takes his swing. Because, like, Nick was like, dude, there is no... If Christopher Nolan can make Superman a viable movie... Where people are gonna want to come back, and he's gonna and he's gonna like breathe, you know, breathe life into this character and do what couldn't be done. There's he nothing this guy can't do. Way short. Yeah, and I don't know how. I mean, how much real input do you have as a producer? I don't, I don't even his know how that works. Right. He's, he should have immediately done. been like, "I will pay you ten million dollars to take my name off this movie." I'm willing. <laughs> I'm not gonna say this guy's gonna go the the route of M Night Shyamalan, but this guy's this guy's <laughs> this. He might not recover from this hit. <laughs> I hope he doesn't. <laughs> I hope he, I hope, yeah, I, 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 it's just a horrible movie, dude. It, it was really, really depressing. And, and I know you said you saw some places on the internet where people were touting it like it's yeah. great. Ain't it cool news? What were they saying those... was good about it? Everything that we said sucked. They said it was good. It's and amazing. Usually these are fanboys that just rip everything apart no matter what. But these guys were like, I'm holding out awesome. to hear our friends at the super podcast. magnifico podcast. I really want to hear what they have to say about this because I believe them to be uh, in the know as far as superheroes and superhero yeah. movies. And I disagree with them because I know they were like the majority of them were like pro Avengers. And I thought the Avengers was a shitty, shitty movie. I liked it. How bad? It's definitely heads and tails above Superman. Oh, I can tell you that man. much. How bad do you feel for the guys with the Superman tattoo on their chest right now? Not very. No. Because yeah. Superman is like itself still stands. Yeah, I mean, I think, I know you were going with that, but Superman himself, uh, I I really would have rather wasted, uh, spent my money seeing Fast and the Furious Six. Now the guy with the Ugh, man of steel tattoo with the. I guarantee you right now. Out, I, <laughs> I guarantee you right now that that Fast and Furious Six is a better movie. Guarantee it. Just overall, put all put aside They're the fact the that what though. it is, it doesn't matter. I'd Just watch a sheer movie enjoyment. Of Vin Diesel. A movie of Vin Diesel As watching Superman. Fast Five, then watch this movie. Fast, Fast Six. Six. Fast Six, I'm sure, is the exact same thing as Fast. It's a little one. bit different because you know they they found they they found the Rock. I think is no no they found that 
her uh, Michelle uh, Rodriguez's character may not be dead. Whatever. Yeah, I don't care. Who else? Could, if they, when they make the next one, which you know they will, who else can they? Bring I like in? I, I, Paul Walker is now a member of ICE or like some other federal agent. One other federal <laughs> agency he's not been a part of. Yeah. No, seriously. Like, who else could they bring in to top what they've already done? Van Damme, Jason Statham. No, they're gonna stay with Americans. Well, actually, they went to Tokyo for a while, came back, but they did drift for a while. Well, that, um, those, none of those guys were in that. Yeah, one. they were the last one. Also, the, isn't, the Japanese guy was in it. Isn't Rocky oh, really? Tokyo Drift? Isn't Rocky Samoan? So Rocky? Yeah. Who's Rocky? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You call him Rocky? Like his, you guys are personal friends? Yeah. Hey, uh, Rocky. Isn't he? Yeah. So what? He's Samoan. That's not American. I'm just. They're they're not going to bring Jason Statham in. Uh, they'd be a logical fit. Why? Because he was in a movie called The Transporter where he drove fast, so now he's a good driver because you no, saw him in a, a movie. He's a good actor. I, 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 let's not get crazy. Dude, enough with the fucking DJ Qualls. <laughs> now, well, that, Steve's fucking DJ Qualls is, is Jason Statham for some reason. He's a good actor. I don't know if he's a... Is he really? He's been in some real shit movies. He's been in some real I good movies. movies. I don't like, think dude. he's... What real good movies has he been in? Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels. It's not that great of a movie. Snatch. That's all right. That's an excellent movie. Okay, one movie. I'll, I'll give you that it's a good movie. I like it, but what else? Crank. No. See? <laughs> I can't even That's say it. that. That's it. It's over. Right? Yes. He's in The Job, or what's the one where the he... The Italian uh, Job? The Italian Job, which yeah. isn't that great of a movie. What about Ryan Gosling? I could put him in there. Because he was in another guy who was in a movie where he drove a car. Dude, that guy's on his way to the A-list. He can yeah. do Fast 6. Or I, I don't know why. Uh, he's he's not on his way to the A-list. He's in there. He's He's right there. <laughs> he's nipping on Matt Damon's heels. On whose heels? Matt Damon's heels. Oh, uh, it was funny because, uh, real quick, we're going to wrap this up. But uh, I had put a question to Paul Verzi on his podcast that uh, I said, if an actor was to play you, if you had to pick an actor to play you in a movie, who would you pick? Then take a look in the mirror and say who should who should play you, which we've done a million times before. And uh, he said Giovanni Ribisi, which I thought was kind of funny because I'm like, that's kind of a weird person no, to play. Yeah, right. I knew who he was. No, I think he's horrible. you got to mix him with somebody crazy. No, not it him. Wasn't him. Yeah, him. I, I know who Giovanni was. I know. I knew who he was, and he's horrible. I, Boiler Room, he's good. But outside. Sidney Ryan is good. No. I don't like. I, I, yeah, uh, he's he not. He's, he's fine. He doesn't do anything better or worse than anybody else. So who was the person that he said he looked in the mirror and said who should play him? He never. He didn't say. He just oh. said. Uh, I, I. You know. He. He was putting it to his listeners to. To say. The That's a good squad, idea. dude. You don't think he's good in that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's you know, the it. Other sister. I'm not even going to play our, our outro music because I don't have anything set up for this. So we're just going to say later and hopefully, like I said. We'll do another uh, movie review of what was it? What do we decide? Machine Gun Preacher. Oh, Machine. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's what, the one you threw in afterwards. But there was another <laughs> one that we were going to talk. We were going to do before where Steve was saying, "I have it on Blu-ray." Oh, uh, Law-abiding Citizen. Law-abiding Citizen. For the uh, outro, I've seen it already. Law-abiding Citizen. For well, the outro, see it again. Do you uh, want me and Nick to sing "I'm a Real American"? Yes. That- uh, you know what? If you guys want, I'll play that as the outro. <laughs> So Nick will stop asking about it. Let me find it. There we go. All right. Well, uh, if you, this is another 43 minutes. So it went way long. It went double at the time we thought it was going to go. Enjoy. I don't know what this song has. I guess Superman's a real American hero. Way more than the Hulkster. And just know dude, Nick is smiling from ear to ear right now. All right. 
Take it in. Listen. Here it goes. Here it comes. That's the thing he did with his ear when his wife was banging that 16-year-old kid. Really? He's banging a 16-year-old? Like a 21-year-old. <laughs> what you gonna do, brother? God, it's so pathetic. He was banging one of his daughter's friends. <laughs> he was banging his daughter's friend that looked exactly like his daughter. Later! Oh, I saw Hulk Hogan's wiener in that video, too. It was awful. You did what to his wiener? I saw it in that video. It was terrible. It's shrunken. Sex video? Yeah. I never heard what did you just ask him if he was talking about a sex? What other kind of video would he have seen his wiener in? He wears a thong all the time. Did you know that? If you had a, a physique like that, you'd be wearing a thong all the time too. All right, be quiet so we can just like peter out here. <laughs> <laughs> 